Welcome to the CCTA Wake Up Call. I hope that you had a very, very Merry Christmas. And uh, we're here coming up on the end of the year. But uh, um, I just want to say again, Merry Christmas to you. And my name is Bob Griswold. Mary Griswold. Pat Park. Glenn Fink. Kim Fink. And I guess we're heading off to... Now, Mary was taking a gulp of tea or whatever. Okay. Apple and cider. We're heading off to... Uh, Pat, you had a, you had a uh, roundup of... Yes. Uh, Christmas. Christmas. I am following up the 1899 Thanksgiving menu and the Victorian age slang with the, the uh, source of some of the sayings that we use during Christmas. For example, happy holidays. It comes from camel cigarettes. Uh, they're credited for popularizing it as a wintertime phrase thanks to a 1937 holiday ad that proclaimed, a gift of camels says, happy holidays and happy smoking. Wow. wow. Well, then, then that was an age when smoking was recommended by certain yes, doctors. by yes. doctors, yes. Why? Because they thought it was good for you, that it, it would calm you down. Well, the nicotine might have calmed people down. <laughs> I think it revs them up. Mm -hmm. oh, Times have changed. Says the um, phrase was used primarily in British English to refer to summer vacation from school. The word holiday itself is much older. It can be traced back centuries to the old English word holiday, which meant holy day or religious festival. Then we have Feliz Navidad, which is wishing someone a Merry Christmas. The Spanish word feliz traces back to the Latin term felix, meaning happy, and Navidad is the Spanish word for Christmas. And of course, we know who wrote the song. Jose Feliciano. Jose Feliciano. <laughs> he will go down in history. <laughs> Did you see the, uh, the little video today of the uh, governor of Colorado singing yes. Feliz Navidad? Oh, that was so sad. I don't know if that guy was having a fit or what. <laughs> <laughs> it was just sad. People, politicians should never dance in public. It just shouldn't happen. Trump gets away with it occasionally. Just because he's funny. Yeah, but they, they should never do it seriously. Okay, good tidings. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This Christmas carol line is used on holiday cards throughout the se season, but what are good tidings? By definition, it's a way to say good news. In another holiday classic, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, the, the line, Tidings of Comfort and Joy, has the same general meaning. Glad tidings can be used interchangeably with good tidings. And the word tidings stems from an old English term, tiden, which meant to happen. Next up, bells on bobtails ring. I always thought about bobcats. Why would bobcats no, have bells, bells on, on them? on horses. Uh, but apparently it, a bobtail was the term used for a horse's tail that had been cut short to avoid getting caught in the reins, and the bells were tied around them as a festive way to enjoy a holiday sleigh ride. Or to, or to irk the horse. Or irk the horse? <laughs> I thought they bobbed the tails to keep their, them clean. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> okay, trim the tree. The use of trim to mean decorate or adorn was first recorded in the 1540s. The word stems from an old English term, trimian, which had many meanings, including strengthen, arrange, prepare, or make ready. A Christmas dinner might also include trimmings, but in this case, the word means garnishes or accompaniments. The more, the merrier. The first, it's not the entire phrase. First recorded in 1530, the full expression goes, the more, the merrier, the fewer, the better fare, meaning with fewer people, there'll be more food. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. They're telling them not to question the value of a gift. This proverb comes from the task of checking a horse's teeth for its age. Essentially, checking the age of a horse when it's a gift is rude. The gift in itself should be enough, no matter the age or value. And then lastly, troll the ancient Yuletide carol. The word troll has many negative connotations today, but in the context of Deck the Halls, it takes on one of its earlier definitions to sing loudly or to celebrate in song. Yuletide is an archaic term for the Christmas season. Yule stems from the Old English word geol, 
meaning Christmas Day, and tide, meaning a portion of time. When put together, the verse roughly translates to merrily sing the old Christmas song. Very good. Interesting. Very good. Thank you. The one with the, the camel cigarettes is the one that I like the best. <laughs> the one that caught At your interest. smoking. <laughs> well, it just shows how much our culture has changed. I mean, that was 90 years ago when smoking was good for you. I wonder how they're going to look back on the COVID vaccine 90 years from now. Well, the last few days I've seen um, obituaries for people that are 30 years old dropping dead. Of heart attacks, yeah. You know, it's a that's quite the, quite the interesting selection of uh, old phrases. Now we're not we're going to go back not quite that far for much of this show. We're going to do a reprise of this past year. What happened this past year? And Pat, you know, I think as you said a little bit earlier, so many things happened in the year. If you look down and you, you give some notation to them, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. So where do we want to go from here? Well, I'm going to start with January. Actually, it was February. I forgot about that. <laughs> you forgot about um, January? <laughs> well, well I'm, go I'm going to start in January because January 3rd, Republican Kevin McCarthy failed to secure enough votes to be elected to Speaker. We went through, um, I don't know how many rounds it was, to try to elect a Speaker of the 15 House. Fifteen rounds. Fifteen rounds to try to elect a Speaker of the House back then. The Republicans had really just... Uh, and see how that turned out. See how that turned out. Um, February 2nd. Defense officials announced that the United States is tracking a suspected Chinese high-altitude surveillance balloon over the continental United States. And what did the, what did the Pentagon have to say well, about that? Well, this is according, this article, I, I believe, came from CNN, so consider that. The Pentagon reveals the balloon did not collect intelligence while flying over the country. Uh, that's Does not... anyone actually believe that? Nope. Nope. And I think on the news just recently, within the last couple of days, they showed where there was a intended cover-up. Um, the news actually yes. reported it, and it was a mainstream news that there was an intended cover-up to it, never let that see the light of day. Never, and, never reveal it. Got, it got seen by uh, Joe Average. Too many people. <laughs> you Average. saw it? Well, <laughs> no, somebody said, like Joe Average. I said Joe Average, not Glenn Average. Glenn Average. <laughs> um, it's interesting, too, if you look at the root of that balloon, it flew over a number of military installations. That was not a casual route. To turn around and say that it did not collect intelligence is an insult to the intelligence of the American people. Not just that, but they also indicated that it had no capacity for real-time intelligence, which they have since said is false. So blowing it up was a little late because the intelligence that they gathered had already, already been, been transmitted. Transmitted. transmitted, yeah. And I was told by a friend of mine, because it looked like there were solar panels. He said they weren't solar panels. They were information gathering electronics. Now, now I know that you jumped all the way into February, but I'm going to go right back into January for just a moment. Now, it was revealed from the White House counsel that several classified documents from President Joe Biden, his time as vice president, were discovered. Now, if we remember going back, even back into the year 22, when they did the raid on uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago, Mar -Lago to get information. Now, here, here, all of a sudden, the... He had information that legitimately he supposedly was allowed to have. But they were in his garage by his Corvette. They were by safe. They were safe by the Corvette. I'm sorry. They but he were. wasn't even supposed to be able was to remove those documents from where they were but as vice president. But they found the same thing on other uh, vice president prints. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to matter. It they didn't get raided. And, and they found it. They found it in, in members of the House, members of the Senate and everything. Uh, folks, where is our security? Are we well, paying? where is our sense of justice? Where's our sense of justice? Charged? Yeah. And of course, a lot of those were in pen at the pen. Yes, uh, Justice facility, Biden which Justice was paid for by China. Yes, that was a good one, too. <laughs> now, February also had the Norfolk Southern freight train that 
derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. And, and as far as I know, the federal government did not send a response team to that. And interestingly, there is an article in the Carolina Journal this week about um, the government now doing some investigations into um, pollution or, or contamination. But we have a friend. Finally? That, yeah. We have a friend that lives in that area who we talked to by phone who said that every news story was inaccurate, that the train was already on fire by the time it got to where it was reported. And we didn't hear that really anywhere. Wow. So, so well, uh, uh, from a friend of mine that, that was a, is a retired engineer, train engineer, that he said that some, some of the trains there and I'm, I'm using broad numbers, but apparently they're doubling the length of some of the trains mm -hmm. and they don't have the people that watch for the hot boxes because they used to have somebody that watched as a train went by to see if the, if the journals on the, on the wheels were overheating, if the, the bearings. Yeah, but this, was, this was something about that the wheels were already on fire, that there was a, something was stuck but that it, it that it was miles before it derailed miles before what's the what's the next um in march we had a bank closing the silicon valley bank bank was shut down by california regulators second largest bank failure in u.s history i bet they got a bailout well, I don't know that. They ended up being sold. Um, so there was intervention it, by the government to make sure. That's when they expanded, uh, not limiting the amount that was yes. under guarantee and all that sort of thing. But I think it just goes back, most of that case just goes back to people not doing their job. They had done some risky things. They, uh, oh, yeah, and, they and had, and they been, had yeah. not done their part to protect the interest of that bank of and, the and some of those issues were also DEI hires yes. and, and having that role and not having focus on what's really important. Yes, about they were donating to Black Lives Matter and other things like that with their bank money, yeah. which they're not really supposed well, it is, to do. But it isn't bank money. It is the, it's Depositors the consumer money. money. <laughs> but we're going to guarantee it. So <laughs> what do we have next? In, also in March, Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershevich was detained by Russia. I believe he's still there. I don't believe he's come home. He was charged with espionage. Well, if we had another gun runner from Russia, we could trade him. But we're <laughs> all out. Yeah, well, I know we haven't gotten any good gun runners no, lately. No, uh-uh. Well, look at the next one, March 30th, Grand Jury in New York. Well, hang on one second, because I'm going to ask us to take a break <laughs> to hear from our sponsors and supporters. So then we'll come back to, what did you just say, March 30th? Okay. Folks, again, thank you for staying with the CCTA Wake Up Call. People who learn to do something well and do it often get very good at it. Dr. Jay Singleton and his staff spend a lot of time removing cataracts and they are good at it. Dr. Singleton has been doing a high volume of these procedures for 15 years. Let's face it, once we turn 50, the chances are we'll soon need cataract surgery. Fortunately, the Singleton Vision Center is conveniently located at 3515 Trent Road in Newburn, and the state-of-the-art Singleton Surgery Center is bringing costs down for patients and participating insurance companies. For dedication, experience, and convenience, you can trust the Singleton team. Dr. Jay Singleton and the Singleton Vision Center is conveniently located at 3515 Trent Road in Newburn. Since 1952, the North Carolina Fisheries Association has been working to ensure access for fishermen and consumers to enjoy fresh local seafood. The North Carolina Fisheries Association is for fair, science-based fisheries management for commercial and recreational fishermen. If you agree with this philosophy, become a member. For more information, log on to ncfish.org. For fresh North Carolina seafood, there's no better place than B&J Seafood, Highway 70 East in New Bern. 
At Professional Auto Service, keeping vehicles in top form and running well isn't just their business, it's the passion of folks who work there. If bail and wire and duct tape is good enough, don't go near them. But if you take pride in your vehicle and reliability is important, go to 2215 Country Club Road in Newburn and let Professional Auto take care of your vehicle. You'll be pleased. That's Professional Auto Service, Country Club Road, Newburn. Welcome back, and again, thank you for staying with our sponsors and supporters. This is the CCTA Wake Up Call Show, and uh, we're going to go to Pat. Okay, we're in March, so March 30th. Grand jury in New York votes to indict Trump, first time in American history that a current or former president has faced criminal charges. On April 4th, he surrenders and is placed under arrest before pleading not guilty to 34 felony criminal charges of falsifying business records. This is the case Alvin Bragg is bringing. Uh, he supposedly falsified the record so he could pay hush money to Stormy. <clears throat> oh, that's this one. This is a different one. Oh, yeah, he's got four, like four well, the, different the attorney, Well, the woman who was the attorney general of New York ran on the prospect that she was going to get Trump. Yeah, but this one was filed before hers. Okay, so she's not responsible for this one. And, no. And, and yeah, the, the interesting thing is that all of these things, are, they're bringing up things that nobody would have ever thought about. They're trying to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Weren't for they trying to say barrels. that he paid Stormy with campaign finances or something? That's yeah. one of the accusations. Yeah, I, that and I, then that I, turned out, I believe that's already been proven false. I, and, and of I course, vaguely remember she that. had signed a non-disclosure anyway, so the first thing she did was disclose it. So. Well, it's already been to court somewhere, and she was ordered to pay his legal fees. Mm -hmm. But still, we have this case hanging out in New York. Um, one of the witnesses that Trump called for the Letitia case was an expert in... Um, accounting for corporate accounting and he he said that he didn't see any violations of gap in the way the uh, Trump organization kept their records and so he would be very uh, gap generally approved procedures mm. general accounting principles there yes. you go something like that something like that thank you at any rate he didn't see any gap violations and he would be useful in this one too because um there's no gap violations in this one they're not campaign finance um and somebody has already chimed in with this is the most ridiculous thing they've ever seen but you know, they're all ridiculous. And so. wasn't the attorney that paid the money, wasn't he also prosecuted? Michael oh, he wound Cohen. up in jail. Yeah, yeah, he went to prison. That was Michael Cohen, wasn't it? And he testified against Trump in the Letitia case and admitted on the stand that Trump never told him to falsify anything. Trump stood up and made a motion to dismiss the whole case because their number one witness lied. And, of course, the judge said no. But that's only fair, of course, yeah. Yeah. So where do we go up here? I want to go to April because I think this is significant. Fox News reaches a last-second settlement with Dominion Voting Systems, mm -hmm. paying more than $787 million to end a two-year legal battle that publicly shredded the network's credibility. Um, so I don't this, think it shredded their credibility. Not until, they they, not until they got rid of Tucker. Well, the Tucker was the firing of Tucker was part of this deal, I, I believe. Know. And now, of course, there's a lot of information coming out about Dominion voting systems and voter fraud in key states. Now, it doesn't do us any good, except we need to prevent it from happening again. That's the only significance of that. And we all have the right to say, I told you so. Well, as long as we continue to using the Dominion machines, what makes anybody think that anything's going to be different next time? That's true. So what's next? What's next? What's the definition of insanity? Doing yes. the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. There you go. That's right. See, I'm not in the stupid seat today. <laughs> Whoa. You better hold on, Glenn Average. <laughs> He's shooting for your seat. <laughs> I'm going to jump to May 2nd because the, uh, one of the things that uh, much of the country didn't miss 
Okay, this for the May 2nd, the Writers Guild of America went, went on strike. They did? Okay, it went on strike. So therefore, TV shows and movies couldn't be made or and whatever the talk, else. the late night talk shows the didn't have any writers. The late night talk shows and whatever else. Now, I'm going to ask a poll out of our public audience. How many of you missed all of those things that they didn't write? Not me. I don't see any hands going up here. Not me. <laughs> now, actually having a connection to the motion picture industry up in New York, the one thing that I do know is that there were a lot of stage hands and stuff like that, that that they couldn't work. They got hurt. They, they got hurt because of this strike. I would say some of the high-paid actors uh, did not belly up to the bar to help pay household bills or whatever else. But, but uh, so this, this um, strike was a significant strike to the industry. But I would say the world didn't feel it. Well, I, I, maybe I got to renege just a little bit. I, I have missed Beth on Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> she always makes my day. That's a, so that's a that's a different take and, and that that show is still involved in many many legal conflicts right now. Okay, in June we lost the submersible submersible that was viewing the Titanic. Anybody remember that? That was horrible. Mhm. Then the person that invented the that immersible was on yes. in it. Um and had his son on board. Yeah, that yeah. was that was sad. And, but even reading all that information when it was going on, they talked about the window and the pressure on the window. But it was a known defect that that window couldn't have that kind of pressure. So it doesn't make sense that they that, went down with that, it, right? Uh, especially because it was known that it was a. But weakness. again, when well, when you want to be first. You seem to set some of those things aside. If we went back to the uh, um, the call, was it the, the what was the the seal in the shuttle when they were oh the Challenger the, the Challenger shuttle when right. when when we had all sorts of engineering tolerances that said don't do it at this temperature, don't do that, but we wanted that Challenger to go up, so we were, we're going to annoy ignore our safety. Is yeah, that, the factor is that of safety. The O-ring. The O-ring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the factor they might have been at design or below, but with not any factor of safety. Not yeah. within the safety. Yeah the, the, yeah, the safety factor wants you to not even get close. Correct. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm going to roll us back. I know you're in June, but I'm going to roll us back to May 5th. The World Health Organization announced that COVID-19 is no longer a global health emergency. Well, you need to you need to tell the newscast that uh, uh, today because they're still talking about it. They're still talking about still talking about the 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 effects of this and how we all need to go and get the uh, extra shots. Well, I watch that shot commercial. I, I always stop what I'm doing when it comes on because it has Travis Kelsey, and I think he's a cutie pie. <laughs> <laughs> you and Taylor Swift. That's right. Uh, he's doing two things at once. Yes, that, that is a cute ad, though. Okay. Then the, the other thing that I know happened in May, and top of the page, May 6th, King Charles coronation takes place at Westminster Abbey. Now, now I think to us in America, that doesn't mean an awful lot. But I think in, in, in the Great Britain, that actually did mean a lot to them. I remember watching Queen Elizabeth's coronation on television. I never that thought makes that makes me was, old. I never thought that that was going to happen because of all the controversy with Diana and Camilla. I just never thought that, that, his, that he would ever be king. I thought they'd bypass him and go to William. They really can't do that, though. It's a, evidently, it is a disgrace. Well, they could have to done to him down. what was allegedly done to Diana. Well, that's true, but um, it is evidently a disgrace to abdicate the throne in Britain, and as much as many of us felt that William had a better head on his shoulders, we don't know that for sure, and that's not the way it works. Right, right. June 8th, Trump is indicted again. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to the definition of insanity. Yeah, 37 counts in the classified documents probe. 
Oh, my God. And, and that's followed by the indictment of Joe Biden for the ones in the garage with his Corvette, right? Right. Oh, pay no attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like June 29th. The Supreme Court says colleges and universities can no longer take race into consideration as a specific basis for granting admission. They've come, they've come um, out with a workaround. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, today, it's an essay, right? Well, they, you had to do an essay anyway. But the workaround is that you have to explain how being um, an under, you know, utilized or under serve minority changed your life and oh okay all so that. then, they, then so, they know you're an underserved minority so you they can take into account that instead of your race and we're also seeing that we're now jumping into december we'll, we'll go back folks but jumping into december where we saw presidents of universities declaring there oh. is no anti-semitism and I have a comment on that today. I read an article that indicates North Carolina's Virginia Fox. She's on an education college oversight committee uh, at, at the federal level. And they are um, doing uh, something to change the amount of money that can come in from foreign governments because it's come to notice that billions of dollars have come to colleges and are funding the anti-Semitic things. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, the amount of money that has been coming into our classrooms from Saudi Arabia but, yeah. since the early 2000s yeah, that is incredible. Money. Right, the foreign and money. Unfortunately, money controls a lot of what gets published, and that, that is an issue. We need to go back to having Americans publish American history books and tell the real story and tell it with the, the spots and blemishes, but tell it honestly. Well, it's being done out of Texas right now, and the industry is controlled by whatever Texas publishes. And unfortunately, the teachers teach from that textbook, even though the textbooks are, from my, from my perspective, they're 100% wrong. Interesting. Um, August 1st, Trump is indicted. <laughs> Again? Again. Uh, federal grand jury in Washington, D.C., uh, charged with conspiracy to defraud the U.S., conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. That's amazing when you consider what he said in terms of you will go and peacefully protest. I mean, that's, that's such a... Do you remember when Joe Biden said that uh, the only way to beat the federal government is to have jets yes. and bombs? Um, yeah, your rifle isn't going to do you any good if the yeah, if government but, goes out. But we're supposed to also believe that January 6th was a coup by people who had no guns. And tour guides. Yeah. But remember, Joe also said that if you think someone's coming to your house, go stand on the porch with your shotgun and fire off a couple door. of shots. And, and In the air. That's Not all that it, that's all it'll take. Folks, I thought he said fire it through the door. You folks, <laughs> folks, on that, we're going to take another quick break to hear from our sponsors and supporters. Transmission and automotive repair is the transmission physician in the New Bern area. If you're experiencing transmission problems, call Charles Grover at 252-637-2399 or stop by the shop on 17 South in New Bern. Torque can install a new or reconditioned transmission or they can rebuild your transmission if that's what you prefer. See Torque for a variety of minor automotive repairs like brakes, tune-ups, and water pump. You can count on Torque Transmission and Automotive Repair. The God and Country Christian Alliance has a simple mission, but it is a profound one. They want to inform and educate the public on issues of moral and political concern. They want to restore the Judeo-Christian values upon which this nation was founded to all levels of government. And they want to encourage and activate pro-family voters. Simple, but not easy. The God and Country Christian Alliance meets the third Monday of every month at Moore's Barbecue on MLK in Newbern. Meetings begin promptly at 7 p.m. and end by 8.30. To enjoy dinner with the group before the meeting, arrive between 6 and 6.30. Both the food and the company are good. Meetings include speakers and discussion, 
and their annual banquets are legendary. Join them on the third Monday of each month for a refreshingly candid view of the world and our place in it. Just who are these people doing this CCTA program? They're people like you, a photographer, someone that ran their own business, someone retired from the military, just people in the community that love this country and have a desire to do their part to lower taxes and shrink government, to protect individual liberty, and to preserve the U.S. Constitution and free enterprise system. We welcome you to come out to a meeting. If you like what you see and hear, there's a place where you can contribute to the cause. To learn more, go to cctaxpayers.com. That's cctaxpayers.com. Again, welcome back from our quick break. Uh, we're going to go right back. Pat, I think, is going to open up, up, us up with something new. Yeah, this is August. August 14th, Trump and 18 others are indicted by an Atlanta-based grand jury on state charges stemming from their efforts to overturn the former president's 2020 electoral defeat. This is the one in Georgia by Fannie Willis, the RICO case. Now, I have a question. We've all seen the videotapes after they evacuated the hall because there was a leaky faucet um, of people pulling out suitcases from under their desk and pulling out ballots. Mm -hmm. um, that's and papering windows. So they couldn't watch. Is that okay? I mean, if we decided that's that's the new rule, well, that's okay? Well, not only is it okay, that's the case Giuliani just lost in court. I know, and that's awful. Million. And he was not able to show the video of those two women Doing pulling, that. putting those ballots through because the judge wouldn't let him show it. And so he was... Can he appeal? He's he's appealing, but you know what? The the two women asked the judge to order him to pay the hundred and forty eight million before he can appeal. That's why he's filed bankruptcy. That's why he filed bankruptcy. Is that legal? What? I mean, it, can they legally do that? That they can make him pay before an appeal? That's news to me. Well, the, what the, what somebody's saying is they don't want him to give him time to divest his property. He doesn't have enough property. Doesn't have enough property. No. He's got $10 million and $500 million in debts. Isn't that the same case that the, that uh, Sidney Powell... Yes. No? No? Because there were two female attorneys. That, yeah, there, there was a lot. something to do with the Georgia election. I think so. I think Release they were. the Kraken. Yeah, that was the Release the Kraken, Sidney Powell. Okay. And then the other guy that was also saying weird stuff, he almost lost his law license. I think he gave it up. Uh, voluntarily. Okay. To uh, Geneva? No, I don't don't Who? remember what his last name is. Don't anyway, remember. Um, okay, we got to look that one up at some point. Yeah. Uh, but Ruby and Shanna, I think, are the two women that were running those ballots through. Well, the judge in that case was Beryl Howell, and she is a particularly vicious anti-Trumper, and. Um, Poor Giuliani didn't have a chance in that trial. And they were asking for a $48 million judgment, and the jury added $100 million. Oh, Wow. That's awful. Okay, moving it, right along. We can't move along because I really believe because of the break, we skipped over the indictment, the August 1st indictment. <laughs> oh, no. You jumped to I the missed. 14th, and you didn't go back to the August 1st indictment, no, so carry that. on. I no, you started to, but we took the commercial. But then I did it as soon as we came back. We got it. <laughs> okay, Joe Average. We don't want to miss any of the indictments. Good on you, Glenn. Okay, August 23rd. Eight Republican presidential candidates have their first primary debate of the 2024 campaign. Did anybody watch it here? No. As long as Trump's no. not there, I'm not watching them. Yeah, I was going to say, who was not on the stage? Well, I knew we would get... The guy that won. <laughs> we'd get the highlights of it the next day on the reels without watching the real painful stuff. Well, I think one of the other things that we need to ask is, first off, who is coming up with the questions that they ask at these, quote, debates? They're not, they're not reasonable questions that the average, average Joe <laughs> would ask. They have nothing they're to do with... they biased questions... They've written by lefties. Um, they tried to um, fix that because one of the debates, um, Lee, Dana Perino from uh, The Five, 
and some of those others were on the panel. But the others are just what we've had in the past, lefties. Well, part of our problem right now, if I may say this, and I'll remind everybody that CCTA is a nonpartisan organization, but we do observe things on both sides. And the head of the Republican National Committee right now, Mitt Romney's niece, Rona, whatever her name is. Daniel. Yeah. Has not done a very good job. They're down money, they're down victories, and they're just not, um, she has not, she has not been the kind of leadership that has been needed to move the party forward. Just well, it's establishment. The yes. GOP wants her in there, so she's still in there. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Two minds with a, but a okay. single Two minds in the same gutter. Yeah, okay. September, <laughs> September 14th. Back up to the 12th. See how far we've gotten with this. Okay, go ahead. Well, September 12th, House Speaker McCarthy announces he is calling on his committees to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Biden. How far has that gotten? Yeah. Um, they voted. Yeah. They voted. They yeah. voted to open a, a formal Unanimously voted on yeah. by the Republican. Yeah. And voted no yeah. by the Democrats. Yeah, but, but they won and it's yeah. in place. Yeah. But here again, it, it, it's... it's um, an exercise in optics because, of course, the, everybody wants equal play and, and equal opportunity, e equal justice. But we know that's not going to happen because the Senate will not impeach him. It doesn't matter that he's guilty. Look at what happened with Bill Clinton. Can, it yeah. can didn't I interrupt matter. you? Yes. The House impeaches. I know. The Senate mm -hmm. convicts. And it will never happen. The Senate, even if he... However... Okay. There's a however. <laughs> there's you know, a, you do no, your best there, to get information. To there's the a however. Evidently, um, opening the formal impeachment investigation gives them access to things that they, information they would not well, they otherwise. Well, they subpoena people. Yeah. Look how that worked with Hunter Biden. I oh, mean, yeah. So you, you get contempt of Congress. Oh, what does that mean? Well, if you're a Republican, it means you go to jail and you have a SWAT team at your house at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I asked Steve well, Bannon. Well, what happened? But or I'm Roger saying Stone. that as recent as a week ago, Hunter Biden had a subpoena to appear, and he did not, and nothing has happened. Okay, you're right. Now and they're I, supposed I, to be pursuing that, though. Contempt. Yeah, we'll see what happens next. Okay, that's where, that's where you tied me right into September 14th. Hunter Biden is indicted by special counsel David Rice, Weiss in connection with a gun purchase. So the only thing they indicted him on with all that money floating around was the gun charge. Not the money laundering. And then the 22nd, Bob Menendez is charged with corruption. He's still in the Senate. Gold bar Bob. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> you pay no attention to those gold bars, those serialized gold bars. Yes. Yeah, right. one of which That's was claimed right. to have been stolen by a friend of his. Pay no attention to the gold From a bars. friend of his house. He bought them at Costco. <laughs> You're right. For a small fee. September 28th, Diane Feinstein died. Boo. I wonder what happened to her assistant, the spy. Oh, you mean the chauffeur? I don't know. That's a good question. Apparently the prop holding her up fell over and they couldn't hide it anymore. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's anyway? Um, and on October 3rd, McCarthy is removed as Speaker of the House. Now that, that was interesting because he became Speaker by, by changing the rules of the House so that any one person could object to him being Speaker. And in this case, he was removed by, say, I'm going to say, eight Republicans and the Democrat majority or minority. Minority, all voting to remove him. Now, from my perspective, yes, he should have been removed. And I'm sorry that many, many Republicans didn't vote to remove him. Well, uh, McCarthy blew it with me when he said he would release all the January 6th tapes, and he didn't. So right there, he's got to go. You now, do what you say you're going to do, because that issue was at issue when they were doing all the voting. It was one of the, the props of him getting in there, and he just blew it off. And that's, Mike that's Johnson good. has said the same thing, 
and has released 40,000 hours. I don't know how many more hours there are. It seems when we get a new speaker, we get a bunch released, but we don't get it all released. And we, we as the public, don't know where to go find these tapes. Or well, you know, the, the FBI keeps arresting new people for January 6th. Do you know where they, they get those names? There's a group, and they're, they're, they come from Antifa, Antifa, and they call themselves sedition hunters. And they sit for hours looking at those tapes and use facial recognition uh, software to identify the, the faces of the people in that. So they're saying just being in attendance makes you guilty. Uh-huh. Well, you know, also, uh, apparently, the, it, 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 I don't, it's not made as one of these highlighted items, but apparently all the, the air marshals, the sky marshals, now are tracking January 6th persons rather than watching for terrorists on the aircraft. Oh, that's, that's comforting. Yeah, yeah, there's something they're putting on your boarding pass if you're in any way involved in January 6th. So do the, does the person There's some know? numbers they put on your boarding pass. So you as an individual don't know if you've been targeted, but... Well, you get, now the information is out there, and if you look at your boarding pass, you can tell. Well, you know where you were on January 6th. <laughs> well, we, we, what if you have a twin... Or what, what's the word for that? A doppelganger? Doppelganger. Yeah, doppelganger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we come back, now I realize that you're not, you've got two minutes before you're going to take a break. But when we come back, I want to talk about October 7th and the implications that that has had in America since that happened because of what has happened on our college campuses and our college presidents and that whole mess, and what we have found out about how well our education system is educating our children. Well, we've been talking about education for 10 years in, in CCTA and trying to get the general public to understand that history is being rewritten, that the moral compass that this country was founded on, the Judeo-Christian values that we have, are no longer being followed. And a, a lot of the uh, agendas of the far left have been put into all areas of education, not just reading, but including math. We read an article a month or so ago about math being racist. I'm still trying to figure that out, but it's a continuing thing. And my understanding from talking to my parents is that some of this uh, controversy in education started way back in the 50s where they started uh, changing the narrative and trying to get things more of a socialistic slant. Well, the commies were big in the 50s. Remember the House of Un-American Activities? Yes. No, I was, no. And the, and, back and, the, okay. and the irony, having gone to high school in the 50s or whatever else, many of our teachers had previously worked at some colleges and were thrown out of colleges because of their political bent. Well, Bob, me and Glenn were born in the 50s. <laughs> well, okay. me too. Okay. <laughs> Folks, and Pat. No comment. Folks, no comment. We're going to take a quick break because I've got to get out of this situation right now. <laughs> it's a CCTA wake-up call. At Professional Auto Service, keeping vehicles in top form and running well isn't just their business, it's the passion of folks who work there. If bail and wire and duct tape is good enough, don't go near them. But if you take pride in your vehicle and reliability is important, go to 2215 Country Club Road in Newbern and let Professional Auto take care of your vehicle. You'll be pleased. That's Professional Auto Service, Country Club Road, Newbern. Moore's Old Time Barbecue is slow cooked and smoked over hickory in the tradition of the Moore's family for over 70 years. Moore's also serves fried chicken, cooked to order seafood, and homemade side dishes. Open seven days a week in Newburn, Winterville, Moorhead City, Swansburg, and Jacksonville. Moore's will cater and deliver anywhere you want your truly traditional barbecue and fixings delivered. And remember, if it's not Moore's, it's less. County Compass is a rapidly growing, free weekly newspaper throughout eastern North Carolina. 
At the County Compass, we believe small business is the future of our great nation. Many small business owners have discovered that an ad in the County Compass each week is the most effective, the most affordable way to reach thousands of readers from all walks of life. At the County Compass, we focus entirely on local and regional news, coverage of important issues that directly affect your life. At the County Compass, we love our readers and we love our advertisers. This Thursday and every Thursday at more than 750 distribution points throughout eastern North Carolina, pick up your free copy of the County Compass newspaper. Since 1952, the North Carolina Fisheries Association has been working to ensure access for fishermen and consumers to enjoy fresh local seafood. The North Carolina Fisheries Association is for fair, science-based fisheries management for commercial and recreational fishermen. If you agree with this philosophy, become a member. For more information, log on to ncfish.org. For fresh North Carolina seafood, there's no better place than B&J Seafood, Highway 70 East in New Bern. Welcome back, and uh, thank you again for hearing from our sponsors and supporters. Uh, where am I going from here? Um, I want to just talk a little bit about some reporting that ABC News did. It was an attack on... CBS News. Um, ABC. Oh, okay. She's, she's moved on from that. She moved on from that. Okay. I, I, I that, checked that my article. The, that never made the air. Well, <laughs> I checked my article. It's ABC News attacked... House Speaker Mike Johnson, because he took her to a, what they called a controversial event when she was 13. This controversial event was something called a purity ball. It's a celebration within the evangelical community to honor the idea of chastity. The father aims to model how a Christian husband and father should behave. The daughter signs a pledge to remain chaste until marriage. The daughter wears white to symbolize purity. Well, ABC took it to a whole different place. This looks like a wedding, but they're not bride and groom, but father and daughter. And they criticized it soundly. And Brent Bozell, who is the head of the Media Research Council, wrote ABC a letter and said, you know, guys, you should have explained that this was a belief in Christian circles that purity before marriage is a moral goal and that to undermine that, look at the mess we have caused in our culture and our society with unwed mothers and teenage pregnancy and fatherless homes and everything else. The loss of the moral compass. Yes. It's been a mess. And fatherless children is huge in how many of them go to prison. or get, I mean, the stats on not having a father in the home. And it's, uh, and it's multi-generation. Yeah. Yeah, so it's awful. It's, it is a big deal. And chastity is biblical. Yes, it is. And I think that the government has contributed to this in the welfare programs the way things have been designed uh, does not encourage a family unit. Anybody remember when uh, Dr. Jill said decency is on the ballot? Let's see, what have they shown us since they got into office? Let's see, we've got... Well, the, the Joe Biden Christmas video was enough to convince you that decency or taste was not on the ballot. Well, not taste. I'm talking about the the transgender that was shaking her boobs on the White House. That's long. Yeah, that was the uh, the the bald-headed guy that wore women's clothing. Oh yes, stole people's suitcases. It was in charge of atomic waste. The and luggage. the H HS secretary who looks whatever. Yeah. And don't forget, don't forget his um, the president's dogs biting all of the Secret Service folks. <laughs> yeah, well, that was another one. That's uh, a whole different. Okay. I want to move on. Now you want to go. You want to go. You, I want to move on to October seventh, which was the attack on Israel from the Gaza Strip, which was horrendous, and the wars of law were obviously broken. The wars of humanitarian behavior were obviously broken. It was a horrible thing. But let's look at it as the impact 
that it had on America, what it revealed about what is happening in our colleges and our schools, and what it revealed about what has happened to our college presidents. Now, Israel declared war October 8th, which I believe they were totally entitled to do, and they have said that they will continue the war until there is no more Hamas. The Biden administration is still putting pressure on Israel for a two-state solution. I don't know how you coexist with people who want to kill you. I think that's difficult. If your neighbor came up to you and said, I want to kill you and steal your stuff, would you be comfortable living next door to that neighbor? And don't forget that the UN has decided that the that Israel is wrong in this whole thing. So yeah, well, that's because the because UN needs to go. The UN needs to it go. It does. Yeah. And UNRWA, and I'll get the right name of UNRWA, because otherwise UN is United Nations. I know what UN stands yeah. for. Refugee. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Either. United States Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees That's in the Near UNRWA. East. That's not UNRWA. You said in the United yeah. States. Un okay, I'm sorry. United Nations okay. Relief and Works Agency for Palestine Refugees in the Near East. Now, these people have been refugees since 1948. That's like 80 years almost. Well, they were refugees long before 1948, though. No, they weren't. Yeah, because because Jordan would never take them in, and and Egypt would never take them in. When 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 uh, Israel was declared a state, actually, it wasn't even declared a state. I just a said nation. Truman, Truman declared it to be a a nation. A nation. Well, yeah. the UN voted on it. Yeah. In 48. And the Arabs were told that they could stay there. And what happened was the other Arabs in the region told them if they left Israel and they fought and defeated Israel, they could take over the whole country. And that's why many of them left. So they left by choice because they wanted to fight Israel. And then they decided they were refugees. And they, as I said, they have been refugees since 1948. Now, you would think with all the land that the Arabs control and the little itty-bitty land that Egypt or that Israel controls, that the Arabs would find a place to put these people, wouldn't you? Jordan threw them out because they tried to overthrow the government of Jordan. Egypt won't take them because they have a reputation for being terrorists. Saudi Arabia won't take them. You know, so what's the problem here? The problem is we've had a couple of generations being taught to be terrorists. The irony. And what do we do with them now? And the irony is that the only nation that will take them is Israel, their declared enemy. That's true. And us. How many of them do we have coming illegally over our border? Mm. Well... Legally, we don't, we're not taking any. One of the stories that I brought today is Godaway aliens crossing open U.S. border carrying rifles. Yes. You see the picture? Yes. And if you look at right now, if you look at the pictures of the aliens coming across our border, they're, on, they're not families. They're military-age men. I'm and military as in in their 20s. Yes. I mean, not 50-year-old military. We're talking about young men. Yeah, this uh, fighting age, mm -hmm. strong fighting age. And they, there are more that have come over than the population of, I believe, it's eight states. Well, I, I think if we as a country are not worried about this, we're not paying attention. Well, the thing that scares me is they're, giving they're being given addresses to report to. Is somebody organizing militias that we don't know about? Yeah. Well, they're also giving them the few that are being processed. They're giving them court dates eight and ten years away from now. Like, who's going to show up? Yeah, but Mary's point is they come across, and when they say, where are you going, they'll pull out a piece of paper that says, Where I'm they're going. going. Yeah, uh, and, and I've said that at home, saying, yeah. is that a cell address? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they know where they're going. It's, it's Chicago and some, some of Philadelphia. The yeah, and, and why? And there's no answer. Speaking of Chicago, um, you know, Texas was busing the aliens up to Chicago. So the mayor, who doesn't know what to do about it, 
um, besides not letting people vote on whether or not to continue to be a sanctuary city, he said he was going to take action against the bus companies. He was going to impound <laughs> their buses and sue them. So he's filed a bunch of lawsuits. He finally impounded a bus. So now Texas uh, Governor Abbott is flying them to Chicago. Which is smart because you can get more on an airplane. That's right. <laughs> and if you look at the, if you look at the airports, there are lines for the, for the illegals that they don't have to go through the screening process that Americans have to go through. Their, um, TSA is now uh, accepting... Uh, Arrest warrants as ID. ID. I saw that. I oh know. My. Oh, my. And isn't it also We've going to be interesting mind. that a lot of this stuff is going to be happening right as we're getting into another election year? Does anybody see another pandemic coming? Oh, yeah. And some reason for martial law, you're saying? Um, yeah, I guess so. I don't think they can lock <laughs> us down again. I think we've already. I think the public, the public wouldn't stand for no, it. No, public said, "Hey, we believed you the first time, but you know, fool so, me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me." I don't know. If you look at the statistics, it's like seventy-eight percent of the people believe it and still believe it. And I think the cities can lock down. But How many people urban, are getting uh, the new shot? Yeah, but but I think the cities may comply in a greater number, but once out of the big cities. Like even going to the doctor's office today. I mean, Glenn went to physical therapy for his knee replacement um, therapy, and the people in the therapy place are wearing masks again. Oh. And that was today. And that was today. Folks, I'm going to give us a little advance warning. We've got 30 seconds to go. What do we need to do as a wrap-up? We need to pray that next year is better than last year. And, and folks, we have all the candidates for all of our primaries there and all of the uh, general elections are already registered candidates. We need to get out and find out what they really believe, what they really support. And, and I would just like to ask people to not look at party as much as you look at principles and values and vote biblical values. Vote for the person who is going to put the country first instead of their own interests. Are you um, suggesting that we pretend that Democrats have biblical values? Well, I think that, that there are people in every party that have biblical values. But they don't vote them. Okay. I, I believe that, too. I think that's why I said vote principles instead of party. Folks, that is, voting for a that's, that's where we're going to wrap up. Thank you again for listening to CCTA Wake Up Call. transmission and automotive repairs to transmission physician in the New Bern area. If you're experiencing transmission problems, call Charles Grover at 252-637-2399 or stop by the shop on 17 South in New Bern. Torque can install a new or reconditioned transmission or they can rebuild your transmission if that's what you prefer. See Torque for a variety of minor automotive repairs like brakes, tune-ups, and water pump. You can count on Torque transmission and automotive repair. Hey folks, here's a tip. When you think firearms and ammo, think East 70 Palm. They've been on Highway 70 East of Newburn across from the fairgrounds for 31 years. Drew Preston and his staff know firearms. Gun sales have tripled in under a year, and women shooters are the fastest growing part of their business. Their great inventory, over 300 guns in stock, changes daily. And if you want something they don't have, they'll look for it. New and used, rifles, shotguns, and pistols, buy, sell, or trade. And they also have many holsters, scopes, and other gun accessories. Every member of the staff is deeply knowledgeable, and every one of them is an excellent shooter. So don't just come for the inventory. Come for the thoughtful advice. East 70 Palm, your home for firearms, ammo, and answers. Highway 70 East Newburn, across from the fairgrounds. Moore's Old Time Barbecue is slow cooked and smoked over hickory in the tradition of the Moore's family for over 70 years. Moore's also serves fried chicken, cooked to order seafood, and homemade side dishes. Open seven days a week in Newburn, Winterville, Moorhead City, Swansboro, and Jacksonville. 
Moore's will cater and deliver anywhere you want your truly traditional barbecue and fixings delivered. And remember, if it's not Moore's, it's less.